Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Jordan High 2004 podcast. This is Steve. This is Gonzo. Gonzo. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to be back in person. Yeah, I mean, there's just something about being in the same room. It's like... It's better than on the computer. It's like your eyes have like a special little twinkle that doesn't come through the computer screen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I guess it's nice to talk off mic. <laughs> yeah, I 100% agree. How you been? Good, good. I t- so yesterday I ran that, uh, you, you know, when Andrian was on, he talked about that uh, fundraise under 5K, the mm-hmm. uh, Beat Digger um, alumni 5K. So I ran that on Saturday, so yesterday. It was fun. And I saw um, Blake Edwards. I think he's a 2005-er. I saw Mona. She was there. Mm-hmm. And I saw Kirsty Collins. Oh, and, yeah. like, um, I don't know. Kirsty has a special place in my heart. She's, like, a little sister to me. Like, she's a... <laughs> I think she's a 2006-er. So she... When I was a senior, or when we were seniors... On the swim team, she was a freshman, so she was like a ninth grader. So she's my she's Romina's age, mm-hmm. and like I taught her to swim too with like so like I was happy to see her. Like, <laughs> Has it been like seventeen years since you've seen this person? No, I think we. I saw it's probably like sixteen years. So it's yeah. been a long time. Kirsty sent in a voice memo. How yeah. was it? How was it seeing? Well, Gonzo? the thing is, like I, <laughs> I told both her and Blake. I'm like, hey listen to my podcast <laughs> they're like okay well listen so hopefully you guys are listening so you could, gotta give him a shout out yeah i was planning on going but uh i i swear he said it was gonna be in the evening he said he uh, on our episode he's like I, I wanted to make it an evening race but then if you looked on his website it said 7 a.m so yeah whatever. so I, I mean i i donated some but uh That's I, cares about. I was <laughs> i was uh i was camping I went to a little church camp out with my kids and so didn't make it and i was talking to brian summers at the race and they said they um they've raced double the amount that they raced, raced last year so i don't know i'm gonna take credit for that <laughs> <laughs> good job out there all you all you <laughs> listeners yeah good job guys um, I know that by the time people listen to this, we'll have run our half marathon. We haven't done it yet, but that's coming up on Saturday. I'm super excited. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm very excited. I want to do it. I want to run this under two mi- uh, under two hours. So I don't know if like I I think I can do it. I I think you can. And I I my goal is to just try to keep up with you. And if I can keep up with you the whole time, at the very end, just try to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You definitely. I know you've got the speed on me. And I think this will be like the end of our heavy running talk. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. It's like, we'll start a separate podcast running running with Stephen Goss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell your friends. <laughs> Look at for, look for it on your feeds. It's it's coming out. Um, yeah. We'll just go over splits. Um, how our daily runs have been. It's like our aches and pains. Just yeah. like how much ibuprofen it took to make it go away. <laughs> well, who do we got today? So today we had we have Andy Simeona today. I'm so excited to hear from him. You know, he. I just remember him being like. The coolest guy I know, you know, it's just like, <laughs> it's like that cool kid at school. I don't, I don't think I hung out with him one time. I don't, I don't remember hanging out with him. Like he was always friendly. I liked him, 
Yeah. But I, I, we were not friends. I, I almost, I mean, I almost think that him and Gus were close. I think, I think him and Gus were like way friendlier, maybe played basketball together or something. But yeah, I mean, we've only hung out a couple of times. I, I didn't hang out with Andy very much either. Um, so I'm excited. I think like, I, I don't know. I think you'll have a lot to say. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So here is our conversation with Andy Simeona. Uh, yeah, go ahead, guys. <laughs> uh, first, I want to say thanks so much for doing this. Uh, uh, people don't know, but someone dropped like last minute. There was the person that was going to be on tonight got cold feet at the last minute. They're like, "I've got stuff, but I, I don't feel confident." And then so I was like, "Oh shoot, are we going to even record this week?" So I like was messaging people, and I I messaged you, and you were like. A little apprehensive, but then, <laughs> like by Thursday, you're like, "Okay, I'm, I'm in, I'm down." So, thank you so much. Thanks so much for doing it. Yeah, man, I think you guys are doing a good thing. I wanna want to be part of it, help you guys out, uh, but I also want to make sure I'm not wasting your time too. So, that was why I was a little apprehensive. I even tried to get Bean to tag team this thing with me because Bean is like still to this day, and it's even more refined if you ask me. But he's like the curator of vibes. I I have like a long list of just solid experiences I had in life, and uh, that guy was around for it. So, yeah, man, I was trying to get him to do it, but even he got a little cold feet. The man of many podcasts. You I'm going to give him a hard time on that. You know, it's hard because even when – and now I don't get nervous, obviously. Like, we've been doing him a, a little while. But mm-hmm. our first one when, like, Steve and I were going to talk, I was like, I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to share, like – information i'm going to share personal stories and i was nervous myself but it felt like it felt cathartic like it felt really good to like talk and and talk about things that that were on my mind when i was a kid and how i've changed so it's like i don't know i guess i try to push for that too and and i obviously overshare in like any episode too as well but it, but it feels good so i don't think it's a waste of time at all i think any chance we get to just connect with people like I haven't, I don't think I've talked to you since we graduated. I don't know, but uh, might be, might be. So might I got be. some catching up to do. But it, yeah, <laughs> and I, you know, just sitting here, like I'm able to see on the computer, and we're gonna gonna have a great discussion. I, I don't think it's a waste of time at all. It doesn't really matter what we talk about. That's the cool thing about these is everybody's story is different, and like we're not fact checking you. You could talk about like how you become a superhero. That's <laughs> amazing. I can't believe that. You know, you get to do whatever you're gonna do. And uh, I, I love hanging out with Gonzo. And now that we're doing these every other week, like I, I look forward to it and we, you know, it's, it's going to be a good thing. I'm really looking forward to being here and just chatting with you, whatever we talk about. Yeah, me too. Likewise, man. Appreciate uh, the, the message from my man, Gonzalo. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, the first thing I thought of when, when you hit me up, Gonzalo, was, uh, Sometime during high school, I can't remember what we were getting together to watch, but you came through. Bobby Hits came over to my house. We ordered a bunch of food, and I was like, "Man, it's only three of us. It's kind of a lot of food." But my guy Gonzo, man, he just went to town on it. We didn't have any issue plowing through that food, and I was like, "This guy, dude, he's a, he's a small dude, but he can eat." Uh, <laughs> and still, it's uh, like a, just... it's a curse too. It's a curse as much as like a blessing. <laughs> Because, like, 
Yeah. No, nah, I mean that that solidified you for me uh, in my book that night because I was like, dude, I could hang with this guy anytime. There's <laughs> no shame. Yeah, I mean now I'll go to the there's this place. Are you still in Utah? Yeah, man, I'm over in Lehigh, so not too far oh, from. Uh, you could have you could have come, come over. over. <laughs> yeah, we're in Saratoga Springs, so we're close. But in West Valley, there's this place called um, El Paisa Grill, and for lunch during the week. All you can eat tacos mm-hmm. for twelve bucks, and like, I'll, I'll hit that up once a quarter, and you know, I'll, mm. I'll have debates with myself it's like ten tacos, and then I'll do like thirteen or something. But I'm tacos. always like <laughs> oh. talking myself down. But I've done like eighteen tacos or something, and then like I go back to work and can barely keep my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's just all gas, no brakes, man. I get it, dude. I get it. <laughs> Listen, is there's I, I was just talking with people on Twitter about this place. was fresh on my mind. There's a place in West Valley called uh, Cochina Familiar, and I saw they do these uh, tacos perilla, and I was I've never had that before. I understand the time and work that goes into preparing that, and it looks incredible. I need that in my life, so it, it's like jumped up the priority list. Next time I'm out that direction, I'm getting it for sure. All right, I'll check it out too. I we'll go with you. I love good Mexican. <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll have to coordinate something, man, because I, I got to try that. It just looks incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love trying new restaurants. Um, I, I, you should go. Yeah, man. For sure. <laughs> so, Andy, uh, catch yeah. us up a little cool, bit. What have, you been, what have you been up to since high school? Just what have you been up to the last 17 years? Gosh, man, it's been that long, right? I do feel very old and washed at this point. Um, <laughs> I Shoot, man. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny, right? We, but just with the timing of when we graduated and then, you know, getting into to school, I, and I went on a mission for a couple of years after. So just with that timing, right, I felt like I came back and everybody was on social media and I didn't even know what that was when I left. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. it was like our age group of people and just that, that, that time span there, we, uh, we didn't get a chance to be all connected on like a handful of different social media platforms before uh we parted ways after high school so it's easy to not run into people or not talk to people for a while and just kind of lose touch right just even thinking about this i started thinking back on some memories middle school high school stuff and like man i wonder what that person's up to i wonder what that person's up to that type of thing but uh if i haven't seen you man i hope you're doing well whoever you know whoever's listening (laughs) out there um for me i i don't know man i uh when uh when I got back from my mission, I went straight to the U, and things kind of together for me there. You know, I started meeting some really solid people that pointed me the right direction on different things like scholarships and how to get through the whole college experience and all that. And walked away with a with a marketing degree. Is this a job interview? Sorry, I'm, I'm like <laughs> no, you good. It could be. Keep going. <laughs> But no, man, it's uh, it, it was cool, man. Um, a lot of cool life experiences from that, and I mean, at this point now, I'm family guy, very much so into marketing and business. Uh, shoot, man, I don't know. There's a lot of things we could talk about, man. How many That's, kids? Yeah, tell us about uh, your family. Yeah, I've got a couple kids, a five and a two year old, um, one on the way too. Oh, congrats! congrats. So. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. Little boy should be here uh, around November. 
So excited about that, man. Uh, you know, it's, I'd say at a macro, uh, life has turned out up until this point, like better than, than I would have hoped. Right. Uh, all the things that thought, man, I, I hope to have that someday. As far as like the important stuff, it's kind of found its way into my life, which is cool. Right. Found someone that, uh, that balanced me well, married her, got a family. My kids seem to have gotten the best bodies from me and none of the terrible ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, it's, it's good, man. It's good. Just kind of going through this journey. I think, uh, for me, I don't think I could have been someone that, that skips steps with that and, and jumped ahead in terms of uh, starting a family quick, uh, getting into like a specific career field quick. I, I, I couldn't, I, I just, for me, I, I, after school, I took the rest of my 20s and really kind of just explored life a little bit, right? Uh, traveled a ton, spent time with a bunch of different types of uh people in different backgrounds and so forth. And it just kind of broadened my horizons a little bit and yeah, maybe sold my oats a little bit too before it was time to settle down because I mean, now, I mean, we're all 35, right? It's cool, cool age. Right. But I, I don't, <laughs> I don't have, the, I don't have the freedom to go like up and fly to Greece tomorrow. If I want to, I got too many other things to worry about and this just isn't a reality, but I got that a lot of that out of my system before I settled down. Now, I mean, my focus is, Trying to raise some decent kids, man. Nice. That's awesome. Can yeah, you, man. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you saw yourself in high school? <laughs> it's a good question, man. It's a good question. Because there's some good and some bad to it, I think. Um, honestly, I thought I would. I look back and I'm like, man, I was kind of a jackass. Like, <laughs> You think so? <laughs> I <laughs> I do, man. For Okay, let me let me get into that a little bit. I don't know that I had a specific direction when I was going through those days, right? I think I was most concerned with where I was going to eat next, uh, getting a Bob Marley shirt. <laughs> I mean, stuff that didn't matter, man. Stuff that didn't matter. Where I could have made a much better use of that time, gotten into more things. Like It was such a cool time to learn, and I just didn't really take advantage of it as much as I think I should have. And that probably would have uh, helped me understand things a little bit better, getting into the harder parts of life. You know? But on the other hand, I at that point, I I valued relationships uh, and the, the way that I dealt with people. I think I valued things like a more of a lasting impression with people, and. I mean, I still value that stuff to this day probably way more. And, you know, I can think of interactions that I've had with people over the years. And, man, you know, I'm, I'm really proud that, like, like even that story I shared with, with us, like just grabbing some food one night and, you know, having a bunch of laughs and stuff like that. But, like, to me, that was cool. And, like, I'm glad that I had that to fall back on when I thought of you immediately, right? I hadn't seen you in 17 years. But, man, last time we hung out, it was cool, you know? <laughs> and... <laughs> It's just a just a lot of things like that, dude. Like we went through so many different experiences during that time, um, during those three years and stuff. And like, I I'm not in touch with as many people as uh, as as I wish I was, you know. And 
that's just life. We're at this weird phase in life right now, man. It's like you meet someone and we're sitting here talking about tacos. So it's like, all right, let's try to find some time in November. We can make that happen. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> we link up with you in February, bro. Like, <laughs> I mean, this is kind of, this is life, dude. You got all of the things to worry about and stuff and you become adults. And But it's cool. You don't really need to see each other every day to still maintain that good uh, vibe that you have between you and another person. But yeah, man, no, I just, uh, I think back then I, I valued a lot the interactions and, and relationships that I have with people. And I'll tell you, I mean, there's even sometimes I feel like I dropped the ball or I didn't, I didn't hold up my end. And those are things I, you know, I, I kind of kick myself over still to this day. Oh, by mended fences where I needed to, but those things to me, as I look at the bigger picture and look back in time, look, look forward to what I want things to look like. That's what I think matters is the way that you interact with people, the relationships you built and the legacy you left behind with all that. So, yeah. and is that still important to you? Um, relationships and the oh. interactions with people? I will, I will stand on a, on a, the, the tallest soapbox and preach that to everyone. Now I just feel like that's so important, man. Like value the time that you spend with not only other people, with yourself as well, value who, who you allow in your space. And if people are bringing negativity or, or anything toxic into your life, man, I mean, like gotta cut them off, man. You gotta, you got to really value putting yourself around people that are going to bring good in your life and, and really value your space and what you allow into it. Right. And I mean, there's been instances over the years where I've had to sit back and think like, man, I, I think I'd rather be alone and not around that than, than to involve myself in that relationship or that partnership or that uh, setting anymore. Right. Because you start to realize Man, that time's important and there's plenty of people that can appreciate that and, and respect it that I should probably invest more into that. Right. And and that's, shoot, that's what I preach to people all the time now is make a, make, make things healthy around you, you know? Yeah, for sure. So good. You have some, like you kind of addressed it, but like, so you've had experiences then where that has really, been the the lesson that you learned is hey like life's too short uh, i need to make sure that i'm sp surrounding myself with good people and good relationships and not allowing people that are toxic to bring you down like Shoot, is that man, have that, you had a lot of that going on or is it just uh a, a, a I, you know okay so it's 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 like this right i think we only have just like so much bandwidth in in our lives right and every day you know 24 7 365 type of thing and when you when you're deliberate with who you spend time with and how you invest that time, you start getting more out of that time and those experiences. And that's that's really where I've landed with all of it. And and it's don't get me wrong, like this is all love, man. I don't I don't mean to to leave a negative taste in anyone's mouth or whatever with dealings like that, but it's just like sometimes it's easier to love people from a distance. Right. Yeah, and you, you start to realize, you start to realize that it's like, man, that's, 
kind of the healthiest way that we can interact is if we're not always around each other. And that's cool. That's, that's okay. Right. I I'd rather be able to have that love for people and not have it tainted by like outside influences, poor experiences, all that kind of thing. And my thing at the end of the day is just like, you know, love is, is something you want to have for people, but sometimes it's tough love. And that tough love is you got to tell them the truth. You got to, you got to say, Hey, <laughs> if, if, if this can't, if this type of interaction, if this uh, relationship can't provide value for the both of us here, then we got to reassess what we're, what we're doing here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think you just got to be honest with people around you. You got to be honest with yourself. And when you start doing that, you get more out of your day to day and you get way more out of the relationships that you matter. No, yeah. Anyways, man. Anyways, man, I'm I'm getting I'm getting too far into this, man. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but so I had like I had a specific question. I hope like uh, I don't know. I hope it's okay. So yeah, go ahead. I was wondering about your specific experience growing up, because I mean, for me, it's hard to. I'm I'm a a foreigner. I'm an immigrant, right? So I come from Uruguay, and it's hard for me to like identify as like Uruguayan, like as in culturally Uruguayan, I'm more culturally Mormon. You know, I just grew up like, cause even in Uruguay, you know, I wasn't involved in all of the traditional or culture that we did when we lived there because we had like the stronger religious traditions that, that were, we would follow in our family. So it's like, for example, like carnival, like all the kids, everybody would go out to carnival in January, but like our family, we could never go. Like my, our parents would like never let us go out. Cause like they'd be, you know, ladies dressed all scantily clad. So it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't identify with that culture mm-hmm. as much as I really just like, cause then coming, moving to Utah, I'm also like South American. So I have like, I'm not, I've kind of got those quirks, but, you know, I've also fit in with like, oh, the LDS culture is like something that I've, it's familiar to me. And great at dancing. <laughs> yeah. So then I wondered, <laughs> how does that like translate to like Pacific Islander culture sure. versus LDS culture versus also growing up in Utah where it's like, there is some Pacific Islander, there's community here, but it's like, how, what's the what's the level of yeah. it how does that how did that work yeah. in your life growing up you know even in our school like the number of pacific islanders weren't that many either you know so it's like how how was that for you growing up in utah does that make sense oh man yeah man that's like that that's like that softball you just lobbing up right there for me to bang out of the park. <laughs> no, but I really, I, I really, so much it's interesting. There's yeah. so much there. There's so much there, right? And I could hit this topic for the next four hours if I wanted to, right? <laughs> but let me, like, just, I'm just going to put it simple to start, and then we'll get into it a little bit. Simply put, like, it's an identity thing, right? And I, I can't say it enough to people, but live in your truth, right? Let me unpack that a little bit. Um, so for me, right, I'm, I'm, I'm Polynesian, right? That's how you recognize me. Did you know I'm Greek as well? I didn't know. I didn't. Uh, know. Okay. So my, my dad came from Western Samoa when he was a teenager, right? 
uh, I, I don't resemble him uh, perfectly, but for the most part, if someone sees me on the street, they're going to identify me as Polynesian, right? My mom came from Greece as a kid, right? An island right outside of Greece called Crete, one of the most beautiful places you'll ever see, the smells, the taste, everything. Uh, you got to be there. That is a huge part of my background and my identity as well. Okay. But like you, right, I grew up in the States. I, if, if I go around Greeks, right, I didn't grow up the same way the Greeks did in Greece. So yeah. we're not sharing in that experience the same way. Same thing around Polynesians, right? Um, there's a little bit of that to where, you know, I, I, I didn't grow up in the islands. I grew up in the States, right? And then even Polynesians here, many of them are coming from a, a full Polynesian family that is LDS and so forth. With my background, right, I used to be Greek Orthodox, right? That's what I was baptized first as a, as a kid and then converted to LDS later in life. But it, what it mapped to is that I didn't grow up in an LDS home. My parents were split, so I got a little bit of everything. And what it gave me time to do growing up was invest time where I wanted to because I, you know, I, I could... Uh, spend time, uh, you know, in, in, in church related things. I could spend time with other Polynesians and satisfy that part of it. I could spend time with other Greeks and, and satisfy that part of my interests and my background and so forth. But what it ultimately led me to that I needed to become was me, right? And, and live in my truth and recognize who I am. Not try to be anything that I wasn't, right? And that's what I always tell people, just live in your truth. Right. So, yeah, I saw plenty of things growing up and I needed to identify with that. You know, it's interesting. My, both my parents are immigrants. Right. And the message was always basically do what you can to integrate yourself into America because we gave everything to be here. Right. Hmm. So yeah. my guiding uh, message was along those lines. Right. Just don't do anything to embarrass your parents. Don't do anything <laughs> that's going to put them in a tough spot. Right. So it's, it's made for some, some experiences growing up along the way that has, that has molded me because very quickly, right? I, I mean, I, I realized exactly what my settings were, right? I mean, I, I didn't grow up in Sandy. I started going, uh, I, I moved to Sandy right before seventh grade, right? So I came from, you know, poor areas, downtown, West Valley, all of that, right? It was much more diverse, uh, people struggling, those sort of things, right? That was the background that I was accustomed to. And then my pops, he bought a house up in Sandy. And what it provided me was an opportunity to move up and live with him. As soon as I got there, I realized, oh, man, this is this is a very different environment. I was raised up and up until this point. I saw opportunity, right? I saw a chance to really do some things and be around people that could show me things that I wasn't exposed to. But it also put me in spots where there's a lot of times I, I I was probably the only person of color in the whole room, in the whole building, that type of thing. Uh, and I, you know, I, I learned how to navigate through that just fine, but I never forgot about it because how could I not, right? Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, I'll, I'll shout out my boy, uh, Zach uh, Hewlett, right? Guy showed me more hospitality than anybody I could ever count 10 times over, right? We were so close that we do a lot of things together. Sometimes he'd come with me to functions that were a little bit outside of our our Sandy affiliations, right? And uh, I remember one time he leans to me, he said, man, I'm, I'm the only white person here. <laughs> <laughs> you feel, right? 
<laughs> he was like, oh, this feels weird, man. Like, am I okay? Am I going to be safe? And I was like, see, man, now you know how I, like, how I'm always navigating, right? Where a lot of times I'm with you and I'm the only person of color in the room. Uh, I, don't know, I just kind of, kind of gave him something to think about or whatever, but those were the types of experiences we were going through. And I think it was cool for him, cool for me, right? Again, you know, lovely guy. He exactly hospitality for days. And there's just so many people that I could go off. And it, basically I need to throw this out too, because I cannot talk through this whole podcast and not give my thanks to everybody, right? There's so many people we grew up with in high school and everything that opened their home to me, fed me, some instances even clothed me and really just showed a whole bunch of love into a level that I'll never be able to repay, but I'll, I, I never did forget. Right. And I, you know, super grateful for that. But so that, that helps, right. Right. Just going through these different experiences and understanding uh, different perspectives, right. Get a little bit older. We get into this, you know, hot political environment that we live in now. I think it's cooled down just a hair over the last few months, but it's hot, right? Yeah. Race is such a big component of that there. And, you know, I, I, I see it, right. I see a lot of the, the posts coming from people we grew up with and everything that, that say things that I feel like are pretty racially insensitive from time to time. And my feeling has always been, man, we living in Sandy in a lot of ways, we're living in a place where it was shielded from a lot of outside type of thinking. Uh, for yeah. the most part, right? And outside influences and so forth. So you get a lot of people just thinking that, hey, the things that I know are, are the only things worth knowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't really need another perspective. And that's it's damaging because when you get out into the world and you start realizing, man, there's millions, billions with a B of other people that go through way different problems that Sandy Utah never experienced. And and if, if you're not sensitive to that, that then you're, you're missing the bigger picture here, right? And, you know, I, I, I've, I've had people, right? Had people uh, reach out to me over the last uh, year and a half, two years, right? Things were getting pretty hot on the political side. And they were just like, look, um, I know we haven't talked in a while, but I want you to know, like, this is where I sit on this issue. And I don't ever want you to think that I would ever like align myself with racists or anything like that. Right. And, and it, it just, it, it was like this moment of clarity people were having this moment where they're just getting things off their chest and reaching out to me. And I was like, you know, that's cool, man. Like, I'm glad that you reached out to me and, and wanted to say that to me and, and it helped you feel good. Right. Because these are not easy experiences that people have been through uh, as they're kind of having this reckoning on how they view uh, the world around them, and I think there's just a lot more to it that people have started to recognize. No, yeah, I agree. Sorry, guys, I'm still in the show. No, the, no, yeah, <laughs> you're the star of the show, and I, I think that it's great that you bring ah. that up because, uh, like, we've talked about this when it comes up at times where Gonzo and I have discussed how it, it's healthy to talk to people that have different perspectives than you, different beliefs than you because it just forces your mind to think of things that maybe you never would have thought before or or maybe you have moments of clarity where it's like holy smokes yes exactly it's kind of like a in sandy utah out of sight out of mind like these things i've never seen it so it must not exist and i think stuff like the utah jazz like having these people fans coming in and saying racist things 
And all of a sudden people, I've never said anything like that, but it, they, it doesn't even cross their mind that things like that are said every day to people around us. So it doesn't make it not real, but rather than denying it, just acknowledging, hey, this is a problem. And this, you know, forcing myself to like look inward and say, am I a racist? Do I believe these types of things? Or, What's going on? I mean, I've had older people say to me, like, it's not racist. This, everybody was saying, talking this way when I was a kid. And like, I just grew up calling, you know, whatever I wanted to anybody, you know, and, and it's like, that doesn't make me racist. I'm like, actually, <laughs> does it? <laughs> you know, I think it does make you racist. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, okay, maybe you're doing it in ignorance, but it doesn't, because you're doing something without malintent, it doesn't mean it's not hurtful. It doesn't mean that now, as you get more educated, that you can't make a different decision. Choose to be kind, you know, choose to... Or make to, make amends. If you like, holy crap, I can't believe I did that. Like, you know, like you say, Andy, like people have reached out to you and said, hey, just so you know, like, this is where I stand. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, good. People should be able to, like, acknowledge it and make choices and make decisions and make it known and... And uh, I think that's cool that you've been able to have that experience. And I think that, man, things, you're right. Things have been heated the last couple of years. And I think that social media has just fanned the flames and you have people just saying things. It's like, man, it's, it's hard to walk some of that well, stuff back. But bro. <laughs> and, and, and Facebook is like the worst place. I, I try to stay away from, uh, from it. I, I, I refuse to engage there. So if you don't see me on there, that's why. That's why. It's just like, I cannot stand whatever Zuckerberg cooked up. I can't stand what he's created. Um, I'm very active on Twitter, though, so you can always find me on there. Just Google. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, and it's, man, you know, but the things, I mean, I do value some things that come out of that, right? I mean, I, some people that I haven't been in touch with for years, I mean, we're getting to that age now. We're what, 35, right? And yeah. I'm noticing, you know, I'm noticing like cool things like life experiences people are having, right? Kids, uh, <laughs> triplets, right? Things, yeah. cool, things like that. <laughs> no, man, my, my, my boy, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, my boy, uh, Casey Morgan, man, he married, uh, Lisa, Lisa, we went to high school with, right? Yeah. She, um, triplets together. I think that's cool. But then on, on the flip side, right? I mean, gosh, man, uh, notice people that we grew up with right there that i that age now where they're starting to like lose parents and stuff like that yeah. right yeah. um and that's i mean that's that's super sad you know i feel for these people that's just so tough man i that that day i guess comes for us all but ah, it's just you know one of those real moments is kind of a gut check and uh man it's just yeah I, and i i notice it I, I see all you guys going through your different things good and bad and everything my heart goes out to you um, but I just don't engage a whole lot on Facebook. <laughs> no, you're good. So, th so then as a kid, you're saying you were, you were really like, weren't thinking about the future much, right? You, <laughs> you kind of were living in the moment and then, but then you also valued good relationships and, and friendships and good times that you had, right? Oh yeah. You and then you said today, kind of like you're finding who you are, and I, mm -hmm. I, I think I can relate to that too. But then tell me, tell us a little bit more about more about who is Andy today. Who's 
You know I mean, yeah, we know you're a family guy, but how are you different yeah. from from 17 year old Andy? Oh man, 15, 16, 17, 35. I'm not so sure that I'm all that different. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it occurred to me. I said, okay, what was I into back then? And I'm into all like the same thing still. <laughs> right. Still looking for. That I'm sitting here Bob playing Marley with Humsy still. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, you know. But Humza must beat you uh, all the time because he's so smart and everything, right? He is. He's he's brilliant. One of the best things you'll meet. He's just a terrible chess player. <laughs> <laughs> just just what it is, man. I had to give it to him like that. But, um, but it's it's funny, right? Uh, uh, like I remember the first time I met Zach Asita, he just walked up to my house and saw me, and he's like, "What's up, man?" And we started playing basketball together. Still to this day, I interact with him playing basketball, right? And it, it's just funny, like how that that's still our our bond to this day, and it's it's like that, uh, you know, with a handful of other people. I, I used to talk about golf with Davis back then. I still talk about golf with Davis Timpson to this day. I have a whole thread that's just golf and soccer with him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, and, and I think what has changed, right, is I've come to realize that, that the, the time, the experiences, the, the relationships, like those things, they, they matter, right? And, and I'm, I'm glad that there was some good seeds planted years ago in many instances and you know, I'm glad I've been able to learn from some of the ways that I, I didn't handle those things. Well, right. I mean, uh, and I, I, uh, I appreciate people that taught me lessons along the way, uh, growing up just with how they interacted with me and, and helped me with things that still stick to me to this day. Right. Uh, so, so real, uh, real grateful for those experiences. And I, just try to use them today, right? I mean, I, I went on my whole thing about valuing your time and who you allow around you. And so I, that, that's just like a, a more refined way that I think. I mean, but I, I valued those things back then as well, right? I valued family back then. I valued a whole lot more now even than I did then. But I'm, I'm mostly the same dude. I mean, if you were having conversations with me about stuff when we were, when we were kids in high school, I would probably still talk to you about the same things now. Hmm. Have you found that as, as we've gotten older, like hitting your mid thirties, are you, are you still making new friends? Are you still like creating new relationships or is it, is it harder as Bro, you've gotten older to do that? The same way. I just met this dude from Nigeria last week. I seen him walking around the neighborhood a few times and uh, um, I was putting on a birthday for my, my daughter. So we had a ton of food, like we had the barbecue grill out there going and everything, man, it was a spread. And I saw him walking around that day, and he's he's a Nigerian guy. So I, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, man, I know this dude is not from Lehigh, Utah. <laughs> right? Like my fourth time seeing him, I flag him down. I says, hey, man, uh, what's up? Um, I know you see me a little bit around town. I, I just live in here, but um, I'm having a birthday for my kid. We got so much food. Come on. Like, just let me know if you want to come over or whatever. We're just right here. Uh having this cookout and everything. And, and I just kind of left it at that. And he walked over a couple minutes later, started grabbing his plate <laughs> and I just chuckled, man. So then I sat and talked for like a half hour. The dude has a real cool story and everything. And just bonded like that. And 
I mean, I I have so many interactions with that from just over the years because I like those sort of things, man. I mean, um, those are those are the types of ways that uh, that I think you you can have the best experiences. You just get that little that little uh, that little voice in the back of your head, like, "Hey, man, go go talk to this person," and then you never know what's on the other side of that interaction, right? Yeah. I mean. I've had some crazy ones that went the other direction (laughs) (laughs) and everything just with traveling and uh, working out of state and stuff like that. But it makes for good experiences. That's awesome. That's man. Good advice. Yeah. Well, if you were to talk to 17 year old Andy and give him some advice, what would you, what would you tell him? That's what I would say. I would say to listen a whole lot better. And also try and treat people the way they need to be treated instead of the way you think they want to be treated. Right. And if you're, if you're listening, you'll know, you'll know the way people need to be treated. Right. Sometimes people like the, these words of affirmation, right? Sometimes people just value you spending time with them. Sometimes they just value the fact that you respect them. Right. And I didn't always get that when I was younger. So I, I think I would value that a whole lot more. And I would say, hey, man, pay attention to what's going on around you. Put some money in Google for freaking sakes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Write this down. Google. <laughs> Just, you don't know what it means now, but you will, man. In 2009, buy five houses. <laughs> what I'm saying, man. But those are the things that I would, those are the things that I would say, right? Um, I mean, I... I remember so many different uh, experiences and interactions over the years and stuff. And it, it just, uh, it, it helped me understand like the people who were really good with these things. Right. I mean, I, I remember uh, uh, Danny stalking, for example, right. Strong Italian woman, man, she knew how to talk to me. And when she spoke, I listened and I learned a lot of things from her over the years because she, she had, a good heart with people, right? And she was very, she was very full of intent when she would deal with people, right? And it, it just, it taught me a lot because I could tell that she, that she cared and, and she was uh, very confident in the way she cared with, with, uh, with how she dealt with people, right? Yeah. Those, what else, man? What else, what else can we, what else can we dive into, man? Tell us something. I got, that I got I can give <laughs> shout outs for the rest of the night if you want. Tell us something that you're passionate about. What are you passionate about as a 35-year-old man? Oh, man. You know, I uh, there's, I mean, there's a lot of the same things in terms of interest that I have. But as far as something to leave here, right? I mean, I, I talked a lot about how you value your time and everything. I also, I'm pretty passionate about teaching, right? I mean, I'm not saying I want to go teach or sit in front of anyone's annoying 12-year-old kids and try to break through to them. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, you know, as a, as a father, I started recognizing just the value there is in in helping teach these kids, right? And 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 when you know something, right, helping people, right, in the professional world, right. I'm in I'm in marketing, and I I've been in it for a good minute now. So there's a lot that I know, and I always try to be very open to sharing what I know and helping people to advance themselves. I love seeing people succeed, man. I don't. I don't feel like I lose anything out of helping other people 
with that and everything. So I, I, I appreciate that feeling, man, that teaching where you're able to just help other people see that light come off of themselves and, and advance themselves and their career or how they deal with people or whatever the case is there. Hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> Drives me nuts sometimes too when people uh, are hard headed, but that's, that's part of it, right? Just being, being patient and just um, finding opportunities uh, to help impart some wisdom to other people. And I try to listen to it, man. I, Shoot, if, if anything, I'm at the point now at 35 that I realize more now that I don't know that much than I did when I was 17. So I, I you know, I'm, I'm that I'm, I'm listening to podcasts while I'm washing dishes. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on YouTube trying to learn what I can about various topics. Uh, and I, yeah, a lot of a lot of learning still ahead. Nice. That's good. No, that'll help you keep your mind right for a long, long time. What you're saying was resonating with me quite a bit. That being mindful of how you spend your time and who you spend your time with, because if you can, you can waste a lot of time and thinking about, and and, and not nothing against thinking about and planning for the future, but a lot of the times we are looking ahead too much and we miss what's right in front of us. So I've been trying to focus on what's in front of me now. And, you know, it's like my my five-year-old daughter is only going to be five now. And the cute, funny things she says aren't, you know, she's going to stop saying it in a couple of years. She's not going to be saying all this goofy stuff that she's saying. So it's like I want to listen to those things and, like, try to burn them in my brain. I don't know. So, that, I mean, and that's kind of what's been going on with me. So he's an yeah, avid runner too. Man. He runs yeah, all the time. Like, yeah, I've been, and, I've been, and I've been trying to like, I've been, this summer I've lost a ton of weight uh, and Steve and I have been trying to get in shape. So. That's the other thing. Because so both running a lot now. We had a, we're doing a half marathon Good. coming up next Saturday. On Saturday. Yeah. Oh man. You're welcome. I, to join. I, I need to be on that level. Get one of these sweet headbands that, that <laughs> I got made up right there. Dude. <laughs> I'm. Oh, you guys are solid with it, man. I like that. Oh, I, I need to, man. I'm. I'm uh. I'm heavy. I'm heavy into like lifting and CrossFit still, but I just I I've never been a long distance guy. I don't. I mean, I don't think I was intended to be one, but maybe with enough work, I could be one. <laughs> well, me either. I mean, I'm like short. I have short legs. <laughs> I'm like. I just keep. I'll keep bugging you like I was bugging Gonzo every, every time I see him. But uh, no, we we plan to do this just, a few months ago. You just turned him into good man. I like <laughs> I like it. you guys made a good made good use out of the summer, man. So where's this run at? It's um, in Morgan, 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 Utah. So like East Canyon. Ooh, okay, a little elevation, some clean air, maybe. It's all downhill. So. That's, that's I, the whole. That's the thing. Today the the smoke was so thick that I'm like, are they going to cancel this uh -huh. thing on Saturday? I hope like. I hope not, and I hope it's cleaner up there. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Just always looking yeah, for something fun yeah. to do. We just we kind of picked a date and found one for that date, but uh, that's been a fun thing. But look, like, <laughs> do you <Whoa>. have <laughs> do you have any uh, any beef with us or with anybody that you need to air out? <laughs> uh, no, I don't have any beef, man. I and if I did, I probably forgot about it. 
but uh yeah no i shoot i could give shout outs forever though because i just there's so many people that i i mean that that was really what got me to jump on this podcast and say you know there'll be enough people listening to this that i want to make sure that uh if i haven't seen you in from from years and you know i'm grateful for the interactions we had and the things you might have done for me and Days you open your home up to me and stuff like that. All right, go for it. Then. So instead of, <laughs> but I don't have any feet. Yeah, let's. I don't have any. Let's go um, with some carrots. What, yeah. Who do you got carrots for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, man. You know, <laughs> there's it. It was funny, man. I I ran into uh well I, Elena Malai. She got married a few years back. And going over there, I ran into so many people we grew up with, and it was funny because every one of these people I ran into it was like picking up right where we left off and we hadn't seen each other for a decade or whatever you know like yeah uh phil polo adam todd right we, we just picked right up started arguing about the same topics all over again <laughs> the old days and it was it was cool man i was happy to see him and it, you know there's just a lot of interactions like that i'm grateful for ran into uh uh nick raymond a little while back i didn't see him forever right and he was just he's Dude, I, I first thing I think of when I when I see him is just like man, this guy was like Mr. Hospitality. Everybody, everybody in all of our school would stop by his house and hang out, and and uh, he was always a type of dude that opened his doors. But I have such a funny story of Nick, and I, I wonder if he even remembers this. But I'm gonna throw it out there see if uh, he hears hear it. it. Did did he come on the podcast already? Did you he, say that? He's to me? coming. Did you up. Say that Nick he's, came on the podcast. Already? Yeah, he's coming up. He hasn't been on yet. Okay. Look, I'll give him. I'll give him a chance to. Res- I'll give him a chance to respond to this, <laughs> but I he he can't deny it because it happened. I got witnesses. Um, so uh, this is this is like this is maybe like summer of uh, getting before our senior year, right? Mm-hmm. So we're in the weight room and we're all just working out, and this guy goes and throws his DMX CD in there. And, um, <laughs> DMX, rest in peace, DMX. But he throws it in there unedited and everything, and it just starts going, man. And I'm getting pumped up and everything lifting, but I'm like, man, this is kind of aggressive for the uh, Sandy Utah weight room that we're in right now. And uh, and it, it, the song gets progressively more aggressive, of course. You know, DMX is getting into his thing, and then all of a sudden the music just stops, and Coach Birch comes walking in with the CD in his hand. He's like, whose is this? And everyone just gets quiet and stares at him. And uh, <laughs> Nick Raymond, whose CD it was, he won't admit it, but it was his. <laughs> he says, he's the only one who says anything. And he's like, it's not mine. I know that for sure. <laughs> and he, Birch, Coach Birch, gets thing in half. He's right in front of us, just obliterates this thing into like 97 pieces and throws it on the ground and just storms out. And I was like, I just put my head down and I said, "Oh my gosh, man!" <laughs> uh, but it, it reminded me of that story when I saw him, man. And I was like, "Dude, this guy, man, that was such a hilarious time." Um, but now, man, we had a lot of good times growing up and everything. And um, shoot, man, it's, it's good to reflect back on that. But no, I don't. I don't have any beef. I already called Humza out for his terrible chess playing. That was my beef right there. <laughs> Otherwise. If I haven't seen you forever, I hope that you're doing well and your family is great. Many of you did some great things for me over the years, and I'm super grateful for you. Andy, is there anything on your notes that you didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to talk about real quick? Oh, man, on my notes. Yes, I did take some notes beforehand. I want to make sure that I give you guys a little something and not waste your time. 
Um, <laughs> but, so respectful. No, I, I thought of like, okay, I thought of like, all right, okay, what's what's one really just kind of out there thing I could bring up that, uh, you know, someone I haven't interacted with forever and ever and ever. Um, I remember, and this was, I don't know, maybe we were like, we were like 14 or something like that. And, um, we were, I was in, I think it was maybe some like kind of science class or something. I didn't, I wasn't getting the work at all. I was, that's like the weakest subject I could think of for myself. And I look on the back of my, or like assignment or whatever. I'm like, I'm not getting any of this. And I, I think I said something to, uh, and I, I, I don't think I've ever interacted with him after this moment. And it's probably for good reason, but, uh, Rex Bigelow. Okay. I look at him and I says, Hey man, um, knowing dang well, knowing damn well, I don't have any value to add to this conversation. I was like, Hey, what do you got on the back there? I'm trying to see. And he's like, I'm not telling you dude. go figure it out. And I was like, ah, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, I think that was the last time I ever talked to him. We were like 14 and I was like, dude, this dude just told me straight, man. And I, I respect him for it. Cause that, that was a lesson I learned in that moment. I was like, I'm bringing no kind of value to this. And I'm over here asking for help and everything. And, uh, and I, it just, it just made me look back on that moment. Like, man, that guy was, uh, that guy was straight with me and I appreciated it. <laughs> I appreciate a lot of you guys over the years. <laughs> well, Andy, I appreciate you oh, man. reaching out or us, you accepting my message and, and coming out and, and talking with us tonight. I appreciate you yeah, for that. Man. I love it. All right. Yeah. Steve, Consul, thank you so much, guys. Uh, all the best to you with uh, growing the podcast. If you need help with any more guests, uh, let me know. There are many, many, many names I would love to hear from. I haven't heard from Yeah. Years. You know, I've been messaging back and forth with Elena. And, um, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm saying, come on, come on now. It's, it's going to be like, it's not scary. She's just like, Ah, okay, don't let if Elena comes on, do not let her come in all just kind of lightly stepping in and everything, trying to be all like gentle in the conversation. She she is not that way, man. She, don't let her don't let her hide her uh, her true personality from you, man. She'll she'll say some fiery things and give this podcast plenty of love. Man. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I want to break down some walls and get to some some real meat. Oh uh, no, yeah, <laughs> no, man. Stuff. She'll just let her be who she is, man. Don't even let her be shy. <laughs> Note taken. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, fellas. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thanks for uh, thanks for talking and uh, and hey, since you're close, let's uh, let's get together sometime next November. We'll grill up some some burgers or something. I know, right? We'll link up in uh, February. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, talk <laughs> I think my February is clear. It's good spots. <laughs> all right, fellas, take it easy, man. Yeah. You too. Good night, Andy. Yep. Steve. We just got done talking to Andy. What are your thoughts? I loved it. <laughs> and uh, I loved it because when it first started, he was talking so quiet. Because he was talking about how his kids are like kind of in bed, but still up. And I, yeah. it reminded me of when we first started, how like our first couple episodes, like I'm talking kind of We're quiet. like whispering. Like, yes. Please don't wake up the kids. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, we can be loud. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. And like as time went on, he got more comfortable. And I think just like everybody, like don't really know what to expect. Um, but man, he dropped some great, great stories, just had us laughing, but also it was just really fun to hear just 
just his experiences, his experiences, the lessons he learned. And, uh, and it was, I haven't talked to him since high school at all. So it was great to just yeah. catch up with him. I haven't talked to him in forever. I like that he was talking about, you know, valuing relationships. That's something that I, I agree with. And that's something that's been, that's something that I'm focusing more on now. Um, trying to spend more time with my kids, with Bonnie, with the people I care about and making that my priority, making people around me happy. But no, it it was great. I mean, he's, he's such a cool cat. It's like, (laughs) so cool. (laughs) You know, him talking about like getting, you know, maybe having some people in your life that don't bring that value or loving them from a distance (laughs) i know i like that too it made me think of like i talk about this guy every once in a while but this ed milet guy and uh something he talks about is he uses an analogy in life about a thermostat he's like in your life you you might let's just say that you're a a 75 but if you spend all your time around people that are a a 60 your 75 is going to start coming down yeah and the opposite is also true like if you you know if you open up all the windows and it starts to get cold in your house, your heater's going to kick on and it's going to get you back up to 75. But you spend your time around all those people, your thermostat will get lower. And the, and the opposite, if you start spending your time around people that treat you well, that encourage you, that make you want to be better, and they're like these people are at like 115, your thermostat is going to kick up and you're, all of a sudden your resting temperature is going to get to 80, 85, 90. Yeah. And so I just, I immediately thought of that analogy where he's just like, you know, you can love people from a distance, but he values his relationships. He he made that clear. And I love that he just, like, he wanted to take, I'm sure if we would have let him, he would have taken the whole time. He's <laughs> yeah. like, hold on, let me think of every story of every person so I can give as many shout outs as possible. Yeah. I, I just love that, that that was what was on his mind. And he wanted to make sure he showed love to the people that that showed love to him. Like he gave Zach that really nice shout out. Like Zach just showed me so much love. But also I love that. Zach could turn to him and be like, dude, I'm the only white person here. <laughs> and, uh, just, just really cool. And that, you know, I love his positivity. You know, he's looking for the good. He's grateful for all the people that, that were nice to him growing up. All the people who, you know, he's saying, open their homes, fed them, clothed them, you know, and it's one of those things that, you know, when I was talking to him and I asked him, how was it growing up? He could have been like, you know, he he did mention, it's like, I was, had to navigate as the only person of color in the group, but he's just like, I figured it out and people were really kind to me and he appreciates it and he he's looking for the positive, the good interactions and that's what he remembers, that's what he focuses on. And it's like, he's a, just a positive person. So I appreciate that. I think that's great. Yeah. No, I think it was, uh, I'll, I'll say inspiring. Like when he talked about his neighbor, um, walking around the neighborhood and like saying hello. And like, I think I'm a friendly guy. Like I always give people a nice smile, but I, I feel like as I've gotten older, I'm getting more introverted. I'm, yeah. I'm less likely to reach out to strangers and be like, Hey, hey go grab a plate and get, come over get to my house food. Play with my yeah. kids. Um, and I think that's a good lesson that I, you know, got out of cool. that. Like I could, I could be nicer to like the people that live right next to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me like, too. When their kids come over, I could seem less grumpy and be like, oh, <laughs> man, these other people's kids, I'm not watching those kids right now. I know. Um, but you no, know, it was good. He seems just happy. He seems positive. 
And uh, I'm glad you were able to get them on. Yeah, me too. Such short notice. So, that said, if anyone out there would like to be on the show... Elena. <laughs> uh, reach out to us. You can send us a message at uh, jordanhigh2004podcast at gmail.com um, or on, on Facebook or on Instagram. We're out there. Just yeah. we're, we're following you guys. We, we love the stories that we see. We love these interactions with everybody. So uh, reach out. We'd love to talk to anyone. Yeah, and uh, that's it for another episode of the Jordan High 2004 podcast. Hey, we're on Audible now. So if you listen on Audible, check us out. Yeah, take a break from your books. <laughs> All right. Okay, we'll talk to you next time. Bye.